0: Hello, I'm Kristen Perisano and I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Weekly Cheek podcast. So, and then there were all those conservatives like <laughs> cutting the um, Nike logo out of their yes. socks. Yes, and then Nike was like, "Good, we don't want you to wear our socks. Just do it, yes, like. just do it." But if we can't cancel over falling, <laughs> if but, she felt, do you think that was a fake fall? Conspiracy that's what people theory. say. No, you wouldn't fall on purpose. You wouldn't
1: fall at the Oscars. No. You might fall on a red carpet, but not at the
0: Oscars. No. Before we begin this podcast, I would like to acknowledge that we are recording on stolen and unceded lands of the Yagra and Turrbal people here in Mianjin. And I would like to mention that Cheek Media Co fully endorses the Uluru Statement from the Heart and an enshrined voice for First Nations in the Constitution. Welcome back to the Weekly Cheek. Welcome. I'm mildly sweaty. (sighs) no comment (laughs) that's
1: it no context will be provided
0: i'm just a bit hot anyway it's mardi gras so happy mardi gras happy mardi gras um when we're recording this obviously it's not going to be out for a while anyway moving on today we're going to be talking about cancel culture canceled um I mean, I don't think we need to just say why. <laughs> it's a pretty hot topic. I
1: think it is a pretty hot topic. I, I mean, I use it in my everyday language. Like, you know, when, when a fucking carton of milk falls out of the fridge, I yell at the milk and say, cancelled! <laughs> so...
0: um, the, but the reason that we decided to do this episode is because a comment, we got a comment on one of our Instagram posts yes. that said, um, cancel culture is not real.
1: Oh, yes. I, I forgot that that's how it came about.
0: It was such a small thing.
1: Why were they saying it was not real?
0: I was in response to that Piers Morgan tweet about how that him and Scott Morrison talked about cancel culture, not a fan.
1: Oh, that's right. And so the commenter was saying like, it was ridiculous that they were talk- saying they talked about cancel culture and they weren't fans of cancel culture because they yep. don't believe the cancer, the-, the commenter doesn't really like, believe that cancel culture is real. Yes. I don't think that's true.
0: Well, I think the comment was kind of in, was um, in my my interpretation of it. And if this wasn't the commenters, um, like it wasn't what they were doing. So I'm sorry, but I know that there's a lot of people on the left who do say like, Oh, cancel culture is not a real thing because the idea of cancel culture is this thing. That's been like bandied around by the right. Mm-hmm. That's like, Oh, we're not allowed to do anything anymore. And that idea of cancel culture, you, a lot of people don't believe in.
1: Who is someone that you can think of that's been genuinely cancelled and had their career ended?
0: Harvey Weinstein. I literally was about to say, don't say Harvey Weinstein.
1: (laughs) Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein.
0: But the thing about Harvey Weinstein is like, I just feel a bit weird about saying that he's been cancelled because he's in prison. Like, is that the only way to truly cancel someone?
1: Well, I I think that that's the argument against the power of cancel culture, Yeah, is that like, I think that when people talk about cancer culture, the idea is that social media has created this voice and this platform for people to tell celebrities and public figures that they are no longer supportive of them or blah, 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 blah. Right. But whoever, actually faces genuine ramifications from cancel culture. Exactly. I mean, obviously your ego takes a hit. Mm-hmm. People like Chrissy Teigen and blah, 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 blah. But then you've got cancel culture where people, you know, conservatives have co-opted the terminology and said that, you know, we're canceling lollies and books because, you know, like Redskins. and what, what are they now called?
0: Oh, I don't know. I just mean renamed. like... Yeah, like the Coon Cheese was renamed yes. cheer Cheese. Yes,
1: and things like that. And they're saying it's cancel culture, which, no, it's just... acknowledging that social change has meant that the connotations that are attached to previous words are no longer acceptable and changing them accordingly to acknowledge that not like people shouldn't be offended when they go to the shops. And I think that's fair enough to change the language. Right? Like, and I think that's the issue is how it's been co-opted by the right. Also the right just as readily tries to cancel people, but they don't call it cancel culture.
0: So true, Queen. I don't really
1: understand that. I mean fucking Sky News cancelled Alan Jones themselves.
0: Yes, that is true. But they would argue that his contract was up and they didn't renew it and his yeah. TV show wasn't doing well enough and they offered him a different slot and he didn't take it. Well, also
1: he's a racist and has and a sexist and told, you know, Julia Gillard she should be thrown in a chaff bag out into the ocean.
0: Oh my god, I forgot he did that. Um, he also
1: threatened like not threatened violence, but encouraged violence against Jacinda Ardern.
0: Oh, that's right. Mm. The sock thing. Yeah. That's fucked up. Also, Peter Dutton called Adam Bant the enemy of the state. I would say that you could argue that's cancelling.
1: I mean, the Courier-Mail put those um, two young women on the front cover of their newspaper that travelled to, I'm not sure if everyone remembers this, but I remember it. They put their faces on the cover of the newspaper. There were two women who travelled from Melbourne to Sydney and had COVID and uh, Melbourne to Brisbane and had COVID. Was it Brisbane? Yeah. Yeah. And then for every, you know, old white couple that did the same, you know, they were built nothing. Mm. And this is the thing. It's like, it's just that the language is associated with the left. And don't get me wrong. I think there are problems with the way that people are try like are canceled and the way that we go about having these conversations and how like easily people can be canceled nowadays. But I actually just think it's consequence culture.
0: Yeah, Having consequences for your actions.
1: It's just accountability culture. And I think that the fact that it's like canceled is this like hot like this hot buzzword that people can use and the right is against the left, even though they're just as accountable for using these sorts of tactics and strategies. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that the central idea behind cancel culture is like socially, right? Us, the people that are not famous celebrities or public figures or politicians or any of these people have elevated particular individuals to these positions so think about like J. K. Rowling, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, she wrote some good books, yeah, but we, the readers, we the fans, elevated her to a position of prominence, right? as probably the best-selling author of all time, or something for a period at least. I think so. Now, our only power when she's done something that most people, as left- wing people generally find quite unforgivable, is to say. I am no longer going to participate in your success and I'm going to ignore you. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's problematic. Okay. I think that is one of our only tools to use as a large social force is to say, I've elevated you to this position and now I want to take away that support. Mm. And this whole cancel culture, like translation of that, I think is like this really weird stereotype and connotation that's come from like a simple act. Yeah, I think the way that we now cancel people um, and, and what we cancel them for, there's big questions around that, but I think centrally it's not a bad idea.
0: No. Well, it's just like, I was just remembering, uh, you know, when, um, the con- American conservatives like start try to cancel Nike, what do they do? They supported the, um, sports player who kneeled during the, Oh,
1: anthem. I know his name.
0: Why do I want to say Kaepernick?
1: Yes, Colin Kaepernick.
0: Colin Kaepernick, yeah. Um, Queen, you and sport. I know. Wow. I mean, so tight. What sport, yes, sport. was it? Sport. Footy, NRL, NFL. NFL. American NRL. <laughs> um, anyway, so, and then there were all those conservatives like <laughs> cutting the um, Nike logo out of their socks. Yes. And then Nike was like, good. We don't want you to wear our stuff. So. Just do it. Yes, like, just do it. <laughs> um, but I think like in the opposite of that, when that was kind of an aside, I mean, I think it like, it does speak to like in, in that moment, I think Nike responded really well. Cause they were like, okay, that's if you want to cancel us, then that's good. Cause we don't want you to yeah. represent like, we don't want you wearing our shit. We don't want you wearing our brand. Mm. So it's a two side cancellation of one another, you could say. Um, but in, in times when people who have been in those like ambassador positions and have lost it because of their actions and they have, I guess, essentially been you could argue canceled mm. by the brand. Usually it's not because the brand takes a stand. It's because of the backlash of customers and the brand's like, oh no, we better do something. Yeah. Like, that is, I don't understand the problem with that. Like, if you are working at a job and then you steal stuff and break their rules, then you get fired. Yeah. These people, like, influencers in some ways are, like, in quotes, employed by the public. Yeah. And if we don't want to support you anymore, then you don't have the job anymore. Yeah. Like, it's not.
1: It's not. It's that just hard. being
0: fired. I mean, from a job.
1: There are things where, like, okay, so what do you think about like particular Doctor Seuss be- books being removed or,
0: what? What has Doctor Seuss done something?
1: No, there's like um, prior books. Some of the books have like racist connotations in the oh. imagery and things. Oh, right? I didn't know
0: that. Oh,
1: but th- it's really hard because, okay, for example, I was watching. Okay, I'm not sure if people know this movie, but, and this is kind of sad to admit, I was by myself the other night and I was watching The Aristocats.
0: Oh, yes. Do you know this film? I don't know. I've seen it once, but like a million years I ago. I think
1: it, it's a Disney movie, and I think it was made in like, I don't know if it was like the 50s or like the 70s, but it's pretty old. Mm-hmm. And at the start of the film, there's a disclaimer that basically says, within this film, there are depictions that are racist, blah, 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 and culturally insensitive, Um and I, I'm not sure if this is true, but I think it's like there's also sentence that are like words to the effect of, um, instead of removing the film, we just want to talk about get, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I. It's
0: on Netflix or something. Disney Plus. Okay.
1: And I just, I think that's really interesting because, like, I mean, I would be upset if that movie wasn't available to watch ever, right? But I also don't necessarily think that just putting a disclaimer at the start is enough because that would be quite offensive to people. Mm -hmm. But again, it's like, I think that where cancel culture starts to get mixed up um, is when we try to cancel in quotations, celebrities for things they've done like 10 years ago.
0: I disagree. I know that we disagree on this. I
1: think it depends on what it is. Yeah. But what do you, okay, go on. Give me an example.
0: Well, so I'm, I watch a lot of YouTube, so this is like, that is rife in the YouTube community. And there are just so many different examples. Like, do you know Jeffrey Star?
1: That's the makeup person.
0: Yeah, really fucking cancelled. Is
1: Jeffrey Star the person that used to like? Um, oh no, that's James Charles on that used to like prey on.
0: Used to, allegedly.
1: Does Jeffrey it's do that? A one. No, Jeffrey was in a relationship. For ages and they broke up.
0: Jeffrey is really racist, and like, but now as well. Yeah. Well then. That's that. So that's one thing. One thing is like, like Jeffrey has been on, like caught on camera saying the N, like shouting the N word, oh, like for fuck's sake, as an insult to to people that like is in f- the street. Bow. Yeah, and like obviously there's tweets and things like that. And then, so that that's a more like clear cut example. It's like he hasn't shown remorse. He's continuously doing these things um, and he doesn't really apologize and he doesn't feel bad and he doesn't like mm. do any type of self-improvement. To be honest, stuff like that, even if you have been shown to do self-improvement, for me personally, not that it's my job to accept the apology, I wouldn't endorse him and I wouldn't buy any of his products. Well, either. not that, yeah. but that, but I think that... But I mean, I'm saying there's like, there's... And then there's people like Zoella. Do you know Zoella? I've heard of this person. Yeah, she was, like, big, like, 10 years ago on YouTube. And she made tweets that were, like, really offensive to um, gay men, to, to poor people, like, classes. And she made those tweets when she was, like, 18 or 19, I think. But they were, like, really... I mean, it's so hard to, like, quantify how offensive something is. But, like... When I read them, I was like, oh my God, why would you tweet? Why would you put that out there?
1: But I, I think that what that can come down to, I mean, that's all fucked, right? And I totally agree with you. I think that what it can come down to is the comparison between what they said at the time and what was accepted at the time. Because I don't think that was accepted at the time.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, well, I think that it probably was. Otherwise, why would she have tweeted it?
1: But I think what's hard about these things it depends on what was said, it depends on when it was said, it depends on what was acceptable at the time, and it depends on what they've done in response to being called out for it. Now, I think there are instances where you can be forgiven. I think it's rare, mm-hmm. but I think that it's very difficult because again, don't I thought we I thought in the opposite so- tone, you know, someone like Ruth Bader Ginsburg everyone fell on their hands and knees when she died and was like distraught about it because of everything she did for women. Mm -hmm. But she was in many ways, some of her stances on, on different law policy, personal opinion were transphobic or racist, Mm -hmm. right? That doesn't stop people from, crying and you know thinking we've lost a legend and an icon when she died and it's like well the second wave feminist you know what were their views and they were different to now and all these things and how do we reconcile um what the feminists who did before us stood for Mm -hmm. and the things that we disagree on now and how far we've come like is that just a reflection of how far we've come as a people
0: well do you think do you know what i think is the difference is if you have like tweeted something or like made a public stance or you know, spoken out about it like Ruth Bader Ginsburg would in her role against, like, people of colour, trans people, etc. If you have specifically spoken out against them, I don't think it really fucking matters if it's socially acceptable or not. Like, if you have gone out of your way to speak out and say something hateful publicly toward a specific group of people, I don't think there's, in my opinion, there's no coming back from that.
1: Well, see, I don't know, actually don't know if... Ruth, whether it was more like a decision she made, like a legal decision she made was to the detriment of those people or she actively, mm-hmm. but also what difference does that make whether you say it publicly or you vote?
0: Well, that's the same thing. It's- but this is what
1: I, like, I, again, I think the things I'm talking about are more like, you know, an influence whose Facebook status from 2009 comes up. Oh, well, is Facebook even around then? Yeah. 2010 came up where, you know, they're like, Oh, you bitch, you slut to their friend on their fucking Facebook wall. Like, who cares about that stuff, to be honest? I don't
0: think that matters. No,
1: I think the big stuff does matter. And that's what I'm talking about. It's a spectrum, and it depends on the intensity of what was said and how fucked it is. Yeah. I mean, but I think it's a case-by-case basis. But I think there's a lot that can be said about the way that people respond to their pro- past actions.
0: Yeah, there I'm is. I'm sure
1: there's things I've said that are horrific in the past.
0: Yeah, but have they ever been racist? No. That's the thing. Like, I know that you feel like empathetic. I shouldn't put words in your mouth. But I always feel like you're always like, oh, but, you know, maybe because I feel like you feel like something you've done. Do you want to put this in the podcast?
1: No, it's fine. Keep going.
0: Because I feel like you think, oh, well, maybe something will come up about me. But you have never tweeted something racist. No, I
1: know. But it's like, but I, I think it's because. Also, I'm someone, and this is probably selfish in a way, but I'm also looking to, oh, in 10 or 15 years, what am I, like, what are we saying on this podcast now that's not going to be socially acceptable in 10 or 15 years?
0: But we're not insulting people. We're not, like, being derogatory.
1: No, no. I, I, I mean, I, I guess we are derogatory. I, I think if Scott Morrison listened to this, he'd think we were being <laughs> derogatory towards him. Yeah,
0: but in 10 years, we're probably, like, good. <laughs> yes, I think I'm back it in
1: 10 years. That's the difference. But I don't know for sure.
0: Really, I think that Could anything happen with Scott Morrison that you look back and be like, I feel so bad about the times I was mean to. No, I, here's but the here's
1: thing. A, when,
0: anything we say about Scott Morrison is in response to his policy and things that he has directly said, not anything to do with who he is. Like he's not, well, I mean, he's not in any marginalized group either. Scott.
1: Potmar- <laughs> um, this is a weird thing. I think that I, when you say things like, you know, someone tweeted something racist, I'm like, that's it. And the reason that I'm like, that's it, they're gone, is because it's actually not my decision at all. And it doesn't, it doesn't concern me whether they are cancelled. that's not my decision to make. That's not my call. Mm. I'm not the one who's offended by that because I'm a white privileged woman, yeah. right? But weirdly, when someone says something sexist in a tweet or, some, or Facebook steps or whatever it is, or in a speech 10 years ago, and they've made a comeback, I'm willing to forgive them. Because it does affect me, and I'm like, well, if you've grown, then I'm, then I'm good.
0: Really? Yeah. I wouldn't. You're done. Dead to me. The, I think the, the difference is, and it's like kind of going back to what I just said before, is like, so second-wave feminists probably as a group, um, not that intersectional compared to today's standards. Yeah. Um, suffragettes, not intersectional at all. Yeah but there is a difference between like individual suffragettes standing in a movement that did that excluded people of color. And I understand I'm obviously saying this from a very privileged perspective, but I think there is a difference between taking part in a movement that was not intersectional and, you know, so let's say this is hypothetical. One suffragette suffragette standing up and being like, you know, this is, for, this is a white women's cause only, and we do not allow women of color to be in this space with us. So
1: you're just saying she's worse than the pack? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, obviously. I'm just saying,
0: like, as a group, if you took part in a group that was, I don't, I hate saying of its time because that's really sad and unfortunate, but there, there is a difference between those two things. So anything that we say on the podcast, maybe we will say so- something like on this podcast that in 10 years, it's like, well, we don't really use that language anymore. Mm. It's not because we were like, well, we hate X. I think it's. I think it's really easy to see a difference. Personally, it's not complicated in my opinion. I
1: think it is a bit more complicated than that because I think that when you stand in that group and you listen to that person speak and you don't stand, you don't, you just stay there and you listen and you agree, aren't you just as bad?
0: Yeah, no, but I mean, not big, not that the people who are listening to this. I mean, just like being part of a yeah a movement that is exclusionary of certain other groups. I mean, but what, but what if like. We're yeah, part of a I movement that's exclusionary
1: for... of other groups. We we claim to be intersectional feminists, but we, we, we definitely aren't there.
0: No, of course not.
1: Right? So I think but that in 10 seeing... years they'll look back on us and be like, you fucking sucked. You were not anti-racist enough. You were not all of these things, right? Yeah. I can I can totally appreciate that that's what will be said.
0: I guess you're right, but I think there's a difference between doing that and talk, talking about cancel culture. I'm not saying that, that I'm perfect or anything, but in talking about cancel culture, I think there is a big difference between not doing enough and being specifically offensive. But someone who's offensive is not trying to learn.
1: No, I agree with that.
0: And the goal to put it out there publicly to me is just a whole another step. Like there's a lot of things that I think, I think things that I'm socialized to think all the time that I that, like horrify me. And I'm just like, why the fuck would you ever think that?
1: Yeah.
0: i would never say it and I would never tweet it. And I imme- my immediate thought is like, what is going on? Fix this.
1: I get it. I mean, it's it is a really complicated issue. I, I think that I think that these are the conversations that might that the right latch onto though as well. Is us twiddling our thumbs about the specifics of who's canceled and who's not? But how do we like how do we twiddling. deal with that? No, sorry, but I don't. I think that we're just talking about how like what level of discipline different categories of person and how much they engaged or didn't engage with things. Like, I think that, I mean, I'm not sure it's a productive conversation. I think it's an interesting podcast, but I'm not sure it's a productive conversation.
0: I don't really, I mean, personally for me, like what we've, you're like kind of touched on before. If people are getting canceled for being racist, I, that's none of my, I mean, it's my business in the way that I will stop supporting whatever they're doing, but it's not my not your be, choice to decide if they're cancelled or and not. how cancelled yeah. and, how, and but, if their apology is accepted
1: i think um the better conversation might be why are particular people able to bounce back so easily privilege things like people things like <laughs> things like louis ck <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but seriously no sorry i'm not laughing at him, no which is it's the term things phrase. Like, <laughs> like when he started laughing at things i'm like what are you just gonna <laughs> say um yeah i mean it's i guess it's because it's like well he didn't assault someone
1: you know they were just trapped in a room with him while he Canceled. wanked in Canceled. front of them
0: see this is the thing i don't so we've got people like harvey weinstein who is rightfully in prison yeah and then like I don't. What?
1: Kevin what Spacey? The world come to that was even I, that was a come close back call so
0: many times. Kevin Spacey. Has. Yeah, I mean,
1: I think he's done for now, but it's still I not. So. The, it's just social cancellation. He's not going to jail.
0: Exactly. This is what I mean. Like, but why are people like Louis C.K. allowed to things like Louis C.K. allowed to? It's like, oh well, he didn't. <laughs> At least you're not Harvey Weinstein. Fuck off. No, thank you. Stop profiting. He
1: has spent a couple of years in, you know, the depths, and then he's come back.
0: It's like you just have to, like, do your penance.
1: This is the thing. It's like a weird social jail time.
0: Exactly. J.K. Rowling had a
1: best-selling book in 2020.
0: What? Is it one of her, like, pseudonym ones? No. Which is a new book.
1: The Ichabog.
0: Oh, the one that's transphobic.
1: Yeah. The New York Times Gave it a great review, and then it was a bestseller.
0: What's up with the New York Times? I thought they were, like...
1: Good. So they're I have a subscription. Maybe I should cancel it.
0: Cancel! cancel. Literal cancellation. It only really costs a dollar a week. Fuck!
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a cancelable offence. Canceled. Um, but I just... I think that people think that Louis C.K., like, having a few years off comedy... That's it. Whatever the fuck happened to him, that's, like, the punishment. In my opinion, it's like, you don't get to be like a famous comic anymore sorry no especially and it would be fucked up if if he did this in any sector of his life but especially because what he was doing was directly was like enabled by his comedy career yeah you don't get to do it anymore i don't know go away maybe he doesn't deserve to be in jail again that's not up to me to decide that should be up to the women to decide Mm. but you definitely don't fucking deserve to come back and pretend like nothing happened no is he making jokes about being cancelled i don't know that's an interesting. One. I
1: should really check up. I don't, I don't really know. I watch his content.
0: I don't watch his content, but what I, I don't find support him.
1: I feel like it's funny that Louis C.K. spends a few years in you know the hole, assess cesspit, and then comes back, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's okay." But ask a man about Amy Schumer. All mm-hmm. a Dunham. Yeah, just ask what they probably think, and they'll the say direction. they'll probably say, "I've literally never laughed at a woman." <laughs>
0: Women just aren't funny.
1: They're just not funny. And Amy Schumer steals her jokes. and I personally really enjoy her.
0: Oh, really? I don't actually think she's very funny.
1: I think she's funny. I think she's really... It's almost disturbing. But I also think that when a man says those things, it's perfectly acceptable and hilarious. And then when a woman says things that are crass or blah, 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 it's like disgusting. I I don't
0: not like her because of that. I just don't... She's just not my... Also, that movie that she made was problematic as fuck. Which
1: one? Oh... The pretty one, yeah, I fucking hated that. Trainwreck's better.
0: That was supposed.
1: Trainwreck is better.
0: They're both terrible.
1: Trainwreck's enjoyable. It's no, good. It's good no, trash. It's not. You like Legally Blonde in Sex and Sex in the City? Oh,
0: excuse me, they're not the same. <laughs> I like
1: trash too. Different. Legally trash. Blonde
0: is a millennial classic. Oh my god. Trainwreck, I've never heard anyone talk about. Elle
1: Woods would not get into Harvard.
0: <laughs> it's a movie queen. Are you going to cancel me? <laughs> It's a movie. People are going to come for you. I
1: hate that dog. What's its name? Brewster, Bruiser. Bruiser. I thought Brewster. Like, it's bruised. just
0: fun, queen. Oh, my God. Trainwreck is stupid. And it is And the other one... I'd say like, Legally
1: Blonde is a better movie than Trainwreck. The
0: one where she knocked her head was problematic as fuck. And it yeah. was supposed to be empowering. That is
1: the, the just... definition of the problem with body positivity.
0: Yes. Which we're doing another episode on stage. Later Tuesday. today. <laughs> Um, might be coming out next week. Maybe not. Maybe we'll have a spill <laughs> by then and we have to, we'll push back our schedule.
1: I don't think there'll be a spill. Anyway, back to it. Um. Sorry for that offensive I comment. T- <laughs> I apologize. It was out of line. Well,
0: you should make, how are you going to make amends? I don't see you doing the work.
1: <laughs> Showing remorse. <laughs> you're laughing. <laughs> I'm going to release a public apology that gives no substance to the claim. Hi, all. You may have... <laughs> it has to be in a video. It has No, it has to be a black Scringe. tar with white text, and it's like oh. seven lines long, and then I sign off at the end with an X, like most influencers. Oh, yes. The emptiest, most hollow apology <laughs> you've ever read in your life.
0: Do you know who else has been weirdly cancelled? Jennifer Lawrence. She didn't even do anything, to my I, knowledge. You know what's
1: really weird about that is... Her self-awareness about it. Mm. So she came back with Don't Look Up, which was released on Netflix at last year. There's a lot of people that say that's a shit me, but I really thought it was fun.
0: I liked it, too. It was so
1: fun. I, think I people mean, thought fun. It just it didn't. No, but it was kind of like a fun social commentary. And yeah. people were like, I don't get it. Or it didn't go far enough. And I was like, fuck off. Just enjoy it. But I thought it went
0: quite far. Meryl Streep being Trump was fucking hilarious. So funny. Allegedly. But she also
1: goes red, blue, red, blue. So I actually think the comment is more, you don't know what side she's on.
0: I thought it was very obvious that she was conservative. But she wore both colours equally. Was that supposed to be a.
1: I don't know. I took it that way.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I thought she was meant to be Trump.
1: I thought so too. But do you know. Did you see the TikTok where he, um, the director, Adam. What's his name? Adam McKay, talks about. The fact that the phone calls when they walk in and she's on the phone, she improvised oh, sixteen, yes. like or maybe thirty different phone calls yep. every time, and they're fucking hilarious. They anyway, were. back to it. Jennifer Lawrence doing the press tour for Don't Look Up, and one of the things is like, oh, you haven't been in a movie for a while, and she's like, yeah, I think like everyone just got sick of me. Mm. That is the definition of what it's like to be a woman in in. Hollywood I think yeah. is like women I think women and men just decide one day when they've had enough of you yeah. and I think Taylor Swift actually talks really well about this and one of the things that she says is like women in this industry are expected to reinvent themselves in like these new and shiny ways that are acceptable to the public mm-hmm. every two years yeah men can make the same record over and over and over again and people will still be like wow this is a fucking experimental genius whereas like think about the amount of transformations and like genre transitions, like peak Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. Beyonce, like they have to do bigger and better every single time to continue receiving success and being told, as she says, it being tolerated by society. Yeah. I think Jennifer Lawrence experienced the same thing.
0: Oh, well, I just have to cancel you briefly because Why? Lady Gaga said that before Taylor. But anyway, keep, Is that, carry on.
1: It's really just not getting the original thought <laughs> cancelable. No, I
0: just thought it'd be fun. But
1: I think that. Lady Gaga did the same thing.
0: Yeah, she talked about it in her documentary.
1: I watched that. I didn't like it.
0: I mean, I love Gaga. It was a very strange documentary. That means
1: I'm a foot taller than her.
0: She is. Right. An entire Well, that she's my age. No. and my height, sorry.
1: <laughs> I was, like, wrong.
0: <laughs> she's your height. Yeah. I'm, like, a th- three quarters of an inch taller than her.
1: Right. She is small.
0: Anyway. But Jennifer Lawrence, it's because she did the... Everyone thought that she was being, like, a not like other girls.
1: Yeah, she was a pick-me girl. Yeah, but it's that's she, not
0: cancelable. But I don't think that she
1: was being a not like, oh, actually, no, that's, she fell. Because she was, like, quirky. And she fell a lot.
0: But oh, she man. just, we can't say, she, also, she fell, she let's fell. Let's be
1: real, those were, like, 2013, 2014, that was cool at that the time. That was the height
0: of the quirky era. That gal. was, like,
1: Tumblr era. Don't, I, just, I don't, I don't I want to talk about 2013. I loved the Hunger Games.
0: <laughs> but if, we can't cancel over Falling. <laughs> if but she felt, do you think that was a fake fall? That's what people say. No, you wouldn't fall on purpose. You wouldn't
1: fall at the Oscars. No. You might fall on a red carpet, but not at the Oscars. No. Anyway. I think the fall, there was a, no, it's okay. It doesn't matter. Who gives a fuck? I think the point is like, it's really sad that people were like, ugh, annoying. And then she was like, okay, I'll go
0: away. I kind of respect it in a weird way.
1: <laughs> I do too. Because, I mean, I think I was of the same idea like yeah she's getting annoying which is so unfair looking back i'm like she's a great actress Mm. i mean i think taylor swift and lady gaga are two of the only people in women in the industry in this sort of entertainment area who've successfully reinvented themselves so many times i said beyonce before but i actually don't think she's reinvented herself that many times
0: Yeah, true, I don't know if that's a fair thing to say. Well, maybe it's a different level of success. She hasn't even been able to do that. She hasn't had to reinvent.
1: I feel like Beyonce goes away for a few years and then comes back and then goes away and then comes back. Whereas I feel like Taylor Swift and Lady Gaga have been more consistent.
0: Do you think that? Yeah. I I think they've been equally as consistent as one another. Really? Disagree. Disagree. Beyonce's
1: been around for a lot longer though. True. If you didn't find us completely insufferable, come back next Wednesday for a new episode.
0: You could also find us on Instagram at Cheek Media Co. or online at cheekmedia.com.au. Yes. That's the one. That's the one.